What's going on, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. And, guys, today's episode is a special episode, one, because it is episode 40 of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. I finally did it, guys. I have reached 40 consecutive episodes. And uh, another uh, reason why this is special is because Austin Stroop and I, we give our top five matches of 2019 with three honorable mentions at the end. So guys, sit back, relax, crack open a cold one. You're listening to the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And we drop a podcast every Wednesday, and you can catch us on Saturdays on Brain Buster Radio. And right now, you're listening to Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast episode. Austin. Howdy. Guess what? What? Today's special. You know why? Why is that, Connor? Because it's episode number 40 of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. 40 episodes, Austin. Can you believe that? Wow, that's pretty nuts. 40 episodes since I started this podcast a year ago. But that's why we're not here today. Austin, tell the people why we're here. We're going to be doing our top five matches of 2019. Now, uh... Just to clarify some things, this these are completely uh, opinionated matches. You might have different matches uh, than us. You might have the same matches as us. But what we're going to do is we're each going to give, uh, for about the next 30 to 45 minutes or so, we're going to give our top five matches of 2019. And uh, we're going to talk about them. All right, Austin. I'll let you go first. What is your first match of 2019? Number five, the fifth best match from me. Go ahead. Right. So um, this one might not come off as obvious right away. But with the story and the buildup and everything, I'm going The Fiend versus Finn Balor from SummerSlam. Ooh. Kind of surprised you picked that match, honestly. The uh, the vignettes that were uh, hyping up Bray Wyatt's return, the original Firefly Funhouse episodes, and then the match itself. Mm-hmm. Best squash match I've ever seen. It, the atmosphere was incredible. It started the best of um, what I think is WWE's best character right now. Mm-hmm. We can ignore that Hell in a Cell match <laughs> because um, I don't know. That SummerSlam match was just so good to me. Not from a technical standpoint, but uh, story and all that. I think, I think the point that you're trying to make here is from the buildup and the in the all the uh, Firefly Funhouses and the in the work. It just the pure like weirdness character of the feed, uh, the darkness. You know where I'm going with this. 
Yeah, and that's right up my alley, you know. Mm-hmm. The Demon Finn Balor, Aleister Black, Undertaker. You know, that gothic style that I'm really into. I mean, it was it was just right mm-hmm. up my alley. Um, I want to uh, mention something. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen TLC, um, I, I kind of like the, the, like, two personas. Like, you got normal Bray Wyatt, and then you got the Fiend Bray Wyatt. During TLC, you got, like, this Fiend. Uh, you had Bray Wyatt, the man. He retained his championship against Daniel Bryan. Against The Miz, excuse me. Um, and then... The lights went out, and then you see the fiend pop up on the tri on the uh, triton on the big screen. So I like this dual gimmick, like this uh, M Night Shyamalan glass, like multiple personalities. I don't know if you guys caught the movie reference there, like sort of like the multiple personalities of the fiend. Yeah, and um, you know the normal. Uh... Uh, Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend, but the normal Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. If you noticed in that TLC match, um, for a, a good while, he was like getting beat down by The Miz, but he came back and he kind of snapped. Mm-hmm. And even though he wasn't wearing the uh, the mask, he he felt like The Fiend when he snapped. And it was just incredible yeah. storytelling. And then he uh, brought out the mallet. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right, Austin. Thank you very. Thank you. That was a uh, interesting pick, nonetheless. But my number five match of 2019, and people are gonna be surprised. I put this at the number five spot, but Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes from Double or Nothing. Now, Now, let me explain. What made this match great is that the the sibling rivalry, if you can call it that, what they had, it, it, and the fact that the vin- we got the videos and the promos from Dustin and and Cody, uh, really built up the match, and I personally think it is one of the best matches uh, of 2019. And um, uh, the promo at the end where Cody said, at Fight for the Fallen, I don't need a partner. I need my older brother. You know, that was a bad impression there. But, yeah, it was a it was a very uh, heartfelt moment. And I think I had tears after the match. Yeah, um, I I don't want to say too much about this match right now because uh, minor spoiler alert, it's it's on my list. I just haven't got to it yet, but uh, yeah, fantastic match, good pick. All right, Austin, your number four match, please. My number four, and this might not need a lot of explaining. Okada versus Osprey in the G1 climax. Ooh, good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, um, spoiler alert too. That was that was uh, on my list too. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I'm flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted just thinking about it. I don't know what to say. It was just, it was awesome. Um, it's the kind of stuff you'd come to expect from New Japan in 2019. Just absolute bangers of match every single time. New Japan is one of those few promotions where you can watch a show, no matter if it's Russell Kingdom, the G1, whatever. And I don't think I've seen a bad show from New Japan. Like uh, Now, World Tag League is, man, nobody cares about that. Because, let's be honest, their tag team division sucks right now. Um, Gorilla's a destiny, best thing they got going. But I'm going to save all of that for the Wrestle Kingdom uh, 15 preview and predictions that we do uh, January 1st. Stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, it. I don't know what it is about New Japan. They just put on quality matches, and you know that rather you have a 30-minute time limit, 60-minute time limit, no time limit, you know those two guys in the ring are going to go hard for 30, 60 minutes. And you yeah, know it's going to be you know it's going to be hard-hitting, uh, and you know it's going to be fast-paced, you know. But yeah, that's all I have to say on this match. So that, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it was great. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there right now. That was my number three match of the year. Um, and I pretty much said my piece on that match. But my number four match of the year is from April. A G1 Supercard Madison Square Garden for the IWGP Championship main event. Jay White versus Kazuchika Okada. Mm, yeah. That's a... Uh, I mean, we could really just put any New Japan match here. and mm-hmm. I mean, there wouldn't be much, uh, much, you know, riding in the streets. Because, let's face it, it's well warranted. You could just say New Japan Pro Wrestling and know it's a great match. Mm-hmm. Now, this... I'm not a fan of Jay White. Okay, I'm just going to say it now. I know people love him. But I don't know if it's because Jay White is a good heel. Or, I don't know. Jay White's a good wrestler. And he's a good heel. But I don't like the guy. The beard that he has on him now looks like a, I don't know, a 20-year-old grandpa or something. I, I really don't know how to describe it. But, uh, yeah, this this was the best Jay White match I've seen in a while. And Kazuchika Okada, man, Okada is one of my favorite uh, Japanese, like, you know, pure blood Japanese wrestlers uh, of all time. In fact, he's my favorite of all time. And I think when Okada retires, he is going to be remembered as one of the greatest and New Japan history. Yeah, Okada is um, commonly in that... Um... He's, he's like in that... Sorry to interrupt you. He's like in the... He's always in, you know, top 10, top 5, top 4 uh, wrestlers of the year. And you go, he, to, go ahead. You go to David Meltzer's, you know, uh, f- 
five star matches and it's Okada, Okada, Okada over and over and over again and um, mm-hmm. it's it's well warranted. Mm-hmm. All right, Austin. Your third offering priest. Uh, I'm getting excited just talking about this one or thinking about it at least. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Which but one? Which one? I think the first one uh, took the gold. NXT TakeOver New York. Solid, solid pick. Yeah. Uh, a long technical match that just blew me away by how good the wrestlers were. And then when the end came, I mean, at no point watching wrestling ever did I... I just it got me, um, you know. It hooked me in. I took the bait every time Adam Cole went for a pinfall. It I I I mean I was jumping out of my seat. It was it was it was a great match to watch. Mm-hmm. I've gone back and watched it again, and I get goosebumps when I go and rewatch it because it's just such a good match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so again, I already said my third offering. Uh, but I want to spend a little bit of time on this match. Uh, Okada versus Will Ospreay. This isn't the first time that will, you will see Will Ospreay in my list. You know, he ain't going anywhere. Uh, what about that match that just made you look at at your TV screen and go, damn, Will Ospreay just may be the best wrestler this year. I I can't put my finger on it. There, You know, as a wrestling fan, when, because the New Japan style isn't really my style, but you know, as a wrestling fan, when you're watching something and you just, you, you know, you got that feeling that it's just like really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh jeez, I don't know. It was just... it put you at a loss for words. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just two men go out there, absolutely kill each other, but you know, make a great show out of it, and then you know, it was. I think that is the peak of technical wrestling. Is um. That match is an example of it, and the standard that New Japan has set over the wrestling world. I think that's just that match, the uh, Okada vs. Osprey, is a uh, it's a good example of what that is. Yes, I I agree with you. Uh, you took the words out of my mouth. So Austin, give me your second offering, please. Number two. This one's also really good. John Moxley versus drumroll Kenny Omega at full gear. You know, funny, funny thing. This match was actually in my honorable mentions. <laughs> wow! Yeah. yeah. So unsanctioned AEW full gear. You know, you already know the deal. If you're in, if you're involved with the wrestling world, obviously you're gonna. You were there for this match. Um, now, 
death matches have never really been my style. I went back to old CZW matches. Most of them are just really slow with a few spots that, you know, try to make you look away from your screen. But also, you know, make you want to keep watching because you don't know what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. And I feel like John Moxley vs. Kenny Omega at Full Gear was like a mainstreamed kind of... um you know, shot at what CZW has to offer. But that's not dissing what they put on. They put on an absolute clinic of a match. Mm-hmm. You know, like what I said, the, um, you know, it makes you cringe and it makes you want to look away, but also you can't look away because you're so enamored in what they're doing on the screen. Mm-hmm. That was that entire match. And how long was it? Like, uh, I want to say. Almost an hour, wasn't it? Thirty it was, minutes. It was. It was close to, and um, I want to say. Go ahead. I remember that. Um, just, just the sadistic mind of both men, and that the. Um, I'm trying to think about what really got me the most in that match. There at the end when Kenny Omega missed and landed on them wooden boards of the ring. Oh, man. Mm. Um, Absolute brutality by the both of them. All righty. All right, Austin. You want to hear my second offering? I sure do, Connor. What's we're it going to be? We're both at number two, right? Yeah, I just said my number two. Um, For the number two spot... I kind of debated between this match and my number one. Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros in an Escuela de Merte. I just butchered the Spanish of that. Oh my goodness. Anyway, Young Bucks versus uh, Lucha Brothers in the ladder match from All Out. I know I butchered the Spanish saying of it, but I don't know what it was about this match. And by the way, this match was for the AAA tag team titles. I don't know if it's just the pure violence that was in this match or if it's the... Hi! Or if it was the uh, storytelling. I lost my train of thought. But but you could tell these guys are veterans in the ladder match. If I could say that. Absolutely. It was a uh, Marvel technic- uh, technical wrestling. What comes to mind instantly is... I don't know what the move is called. I don't remember, but um, the Panama Sunrise off of the yeah, top of the from ladder, the top ladder into through, the, like the... through the table. Yeah. Nuts. That sums up the entire match right there. Mm-hmm. Just chaos right, throughout. Alright, Austin. Your number two, your number one offering, please. Now, this match was... On your list of matches, can you uh, guess which one it is? 
uh, it's not the it's not the ladder match, is it? Nope. Well, then I have no idea. <laughs> it's um double or nothing. Dusty uh, Rhodes versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, My match of the year for 2019. Absolutely crazy with storytelling. It's it's a story as old as time. It's brother versus brother. But the the power behind Cody Rhodes versus Dusty Rhodes. And then they, um, well, Dustin Rhodes. And then they, you know brought up their dad and it was very emotional and then there was a lot of blood in the match it really added to the drama the, the press conference right all the day before all that i remember is dustin turns around to take his like first layer of shirt off and the crowd's going oh, oh, oh and then he turns around and then it says dusty's favorite and everybody in the crowd's like oh and they're chanting Dusty's favorite. You know, they're doing the chants that they do. It, it, that This match, my number one, is um, genuinely one of the, the best well-done, best well-put-on match of 2019. All right, Austin. You're ready for my number one pick of 2019. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend at Hell in a Cell. Get off my podcast right now. <laughs> Get off. Get off. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Now, uh, you've probably seen this coming. You probably haven't. Will Ospreay versus Shingo Taichi. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight. Best of the Super Juniors. Junior Heavyweight Best of the Super Juniors Tournament Finals. Now. That took a lot to get that out. But that match. I saw that. And a match that's going to be in my honorable mentions. John Moxley versus Juice Robinson. That's going to be in my honorable mentions. Spoiler alert. Um, that match is what I got up at 5.30 in the morning for. Think about it. It was June, uh, June 20th, I believe it was. So school has been out for a couple weeks. Get up at 5.30 in the morning. And I'm up to about 8.30. That match started at, keep in mind, it had no time limit. Started about 7.30, ended at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And just the pure, hard-hitting, high spots, just beating the living dogs out of each other type of a super junior match, a junior heavyweight match, I expected. And for me, that match solidified. Will Ospreay as the wrestler of the year and this year, 2019. If you haven't seen that match, get New Japan World. Keep flipping until you see Best of the Super Juniors 2019. And watch that match. That match was amazing. 
they did some things that I thought no human could ever do. Austin? I mean, you basically said it all right there, didn't you? It was, you know. I I, I respect your number one pick. I do. I, I respect yours, too. Excuse me. So, uh, are we going to do our honorable mentions now? That didn't yes, quite Austin, make the list. We are going to do our honorable mentions. In fact, we're going to do our top three honorable mentions. Right on the other side of this ad break, folks, don't go anywhere. What's going on, wrestling fans? My name is Peyton Byrne, a.k.a. J3X, and I am the host of the J3X Show. The J3X Show is a professional wrestling podcast and also an MMA podcast as well. On the wrestling side, you can find our predictions for every WWE, AEW, and NXT pay-per-view, and also find our pay-per-view review episodes there too. On the MMA side, you can find everything from our predictions for most UFC pay-per-views, personal top five lists, and interviews as well. So if you want a fun podcast to listen to, then the J3X Show is the place for you. With that being said, let's get back to the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. Baby! Peace, guys. All right, guys. Welcome back from that ad break. And as I said before, we went into the ad break. Uh, we're going we're gonna to give our top three honorable mentions. So, Austin, hopefully you have some time to think about this. So, uh, Austin, I'll give you the honors. I'll let you go ahead and start out again. What are your honorable, what is your first honorable mention? Now, this one's kind of um, discreet. I, I don't know, it's discreet. You might not think about it at first, but um, Elimination Chamber 2019, the men's match. I know what you might be thinking. Um... That match didn't really offer anything, you know, it's just a modern Elimination Chamber match, you know, we've seen it about a billion times. Mm -hmm. But the last, I want to say, 10 minutes of that match, absolutely nuts. Um, It was Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston, and it was setting up that WrestleMania match. And to me, the match at WrestleMania didn't quite live up to the hype. It was it was a good result, of course, obviously, but that elimination chamber, that end of it with Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston, that was uh, the best of that feud to me. And then the rest of the match, you know, was an elimination chamber match. It was at least decent, you know, but that, you know, it didn't quite make the top yeah. five. I respect that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give my number five offering. Uh, you mentioned it. At my number three honorable mention. Uh, you mentioned it. So I'm just going to say John Moxley versus Kenny Omega for uh, the same reasons that you said. Okay. Okay. All right. Your number two honorable mention, please. Um. This one was a great match that kind of got swept under the rug because of people's uh, dislike of Seth Rollins, but Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if you need me to sum up the uh, the match shortly, um, AJ Styles reversed the curb stomp into a Styles Clash. Nice, nice, nice. All yeah. right. My number two honorable mention, I kind of jiggled this around with it making the list, but Impact Wrestling, Slammiversary, Made Event, Intergender Match, Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan. Now, if you haven't seen this match, I highly recommend it. It's intergendered wrestling done right. And Tessa Blanchard in this match went over Sammy Callahan. And she proved why she is the best, the best female wrestler of this year. She is one of the, her dad is a all-time great in Tully Blanchard. And she's just carrying on that family legacy and solidifying herself, kind of separating herself away from her last name. But in my opinion, she's the best female wrestler of this this year. All right, Austin, your number one offering, please. No, oh, honorable mention. God, I keep getting that messed up. All right, number one it. honorable mention. Um, so out of the three. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole matches. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the second one, which was, uh, forgive me if I get this wrong, but it was Takeover 25, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, you know, it same thing with the first one, just, just <laughs> slightly less. All right, so to close out the show, my number one honorable mention is the men's 2019 War Games match Mm. between the Undisputed Era. Help me out, Austin. It was the Undisputed Era. Versus Champa, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and Kevin Owens. That that those names sum it up right there. It was a, I want to say it was a spot fest. That's because it was a good one. A good one. They brought out chairs, ladders, tables, trash cans. You know, I can't really describe this match and put it into words. You just got to go on the WWE Network and watch it. It's just one of those shows that you just got to watch. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, uh, Austin. Before we close it out, uh, anything you want to add? Um, twenty nineteen has been a crazy, wonderful, terrible, awful, beautiful year. Um, that's really how I—the uh, only way I could describe it. And for wrestling, it's been no different. We've had our terrible lows, but we've also had our highs, and it, it's been fun. Um discussing the highs with you today, Connor. Uh, well, Austin, 2019 has been great. Let's just hope that 2020 is even better. Absolutely. Peace out, guys. Peace.